The census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. You fly back to school now, little Starling. Welcome back to Conspiracy Club. I'm Tom. I'm Amir. And this week we're on the second and final part of our, can you call it a mini-series if it's only two? Yes. Second part of our mini-series on the Donner Party and its uh, descent into cannibalism. Well, let's just say it was it was crazy before, but it's spooked now. If you say that throughout <laughs> this episode, I'm going to just walk out. Well, I mean, you might have to get your bags packed. My girlfriend asked, oh, no, was it Hannah? Hannah yeah. Hannah asked. Hannah was like, uh, is that a mixture between spooked and fucked? And we're like, nope, that's just a mirror. Uh, it is, actually. Little did he know, it is a mixture between spooked and fucked. But, you just made it up? Yep. It's it's spooked. But uh, also, I want to give... Well, actually, you just talk for one second. I just got to look at one thing. Uh, this is... Okay, well, I'm gonna. While you're looking at that one thing, I'm gonna. I'm gonna plug, d- plug, our tw- plug our Twitter, dude. Our Twitter? Yes. You mean at. Cons- what is our Twitter, actually? I don't even know. Tom at Tom and Amir, that's right. Thank you. Tom and Amir, thank you. Grant knows better than that. We also are on Instagram. Yeah, at Tom and Amir. I don't feel like we talk about our Twitter and Instagram that much. Well, anymore. we're active on both of them. And we are active on both of them. Do you have something else you're gonna do, or can I move into the. Uh, do you wanna just keep filling? Just fill one more second. Anyway, so this is our second part. The first part people really enjoyed. Um, and keep in mind, we changed the format a little bit. So next week is going to be Amir uh, presenting something. He's going to be talking about movie conspiracy theories, kind of like a grab bag. And as we kind of mentioned, I think, last episode, uh, maybe the episode before that, we're going to kind of have a differential between the hosting. So whenever Amir hosts, it'll be something a little lighter, goofier. And then kind of when I host, it'll be something a little bit darker. So like he did the Pollock Twins and Reincarnation, which isn't exactly like light, but it was like not cannibalism. Yeah. And then he's going to do movie conspiracy theories, which is also not cannibalism. So there's going to be some kind of balance to it. Okay. So now I can finally talk about it. I just want to give everyone an update on my uh, day 19 of Shocktober. <laughs> uh, so this week I did Silent Hill in 2006. It's hey, I noticed that you fell behind this. You didn't do anything on Saturday or a Sunday. What's going you, on? It was a Western weekend. I wasn't 100% there. And I didn't want to like trut like really tight behind keyboards, like kind of not. I don't want to say sober, but you know what I'm saying. Well, since it's you doing it, not me, I can really harangue you for not missing those two days. Well, I'm really bummed. You were bummed, but everyone else was like, "Oh man!" But I'm back at it again with Silent Hill. It's a great movie, even better video game series. And uh, is that what the review said that it was great? That's weird. I thought you said it was like really bad. Well, okay, I didn't look. I'm just. I'm, it's I'm, a blur. I go too far. Yeah, I was. I was not there all the way when I was doing it. But uh, like I said, it's a video, really good video game series. I prefer the games more. But yeah, don't be afraid to watch it, and you know, tell me how you feel about it. All right, with that, let's jump into this. Yeah, let's jump in. So it's been a week. And if you haven't listened to that first part, you should go listen to that before you listen to this one. But if you did listen to it, and it's been a week or however many days, we're gonna give you a quick recap, a little bit about what's happening and where we left off. 
So the Donner Party takes a new shortcut from Lansford Hastings and it ends up taking them way longer. Along the way, James Reed, one of the group's leaders, uh, kind of, um, he's not very well liked and he kills a man in a fight and is banished. Reed is separated from his family and leaves by horse to Sutter's Fort in California, which he reaches safely. While recovering there, the Donner Party treks onward but gets caught in the snowdrifts of the mountains. They are so behind schedule that snow was not an issue um, that they were prepared for. People start starving and begin to eat cowhide. One group decides to leave on snowshoes, and along the way, the first doses of cannibalism come in. Many die, but this first party is the first group from the Donner Party as a whole to reach California. Meanwhile, James Reed is waiting at Sutter's Fort, recovering, but every day he's becoming more and more worried that his family has not yet reached California. All right, so just to provide quick context, uh, the guy, James killed that man because he was assaulted by that man yep. on several different occasions, mm-hmm. and he's clearly the hero of this story. Wait till you, There's some heroes that come in, and it's some, some villains, people or some people that... A culture, our culture, well, okay. wanted to make villains. Well, yeah, yeah, they're villains too. But to me, they're the unsung heroes of the story, like the Native Americans who kept coming. Well, out. I didn't even mean that. There's some other people. Oh, there's other. Oh, there's oh. there's some white people. Oh, it's the whites messing stuff up now. Okay, so like always. first part: James Reed's rescue or attempted rescue, however you want to see it. James Reed begs Colonel John Fremont to gather a team of men to cross the pass and help the stranded party. In return, Reed volunteered to join Fremont's men in the Mexican-American War. Reed was joined by McCutcheon, who, if you remember from the last part, was one of the two men who left for Sutter's uh, Fort seeking additional provisions. He didn't go back with the provisions, but he reached Sutter's Fort. So that's who McCutcheon is. Reed was also joined by some members of the Harlan Young Party, which is the party which was ahead of the Donner Party on the trail, and that one was the one led by Lansford Hastings. So the party was made of 30 horses and a dozen men strapped with food and supplies. They expected to reach the Donner Party on the western side of the mountain along Bear River below Emigrant Gap. They expected to find them starving but alive. When they arrived to this point, they only found a pioneer couple who had been separated from their company and were near starvation. They were not members of the Donner Party. At this point, two guides, two of the guides, deserted. Uh, They deserted Reed and McCutcheon and took some of the horses but the group continued to push onward through the valley. When they reached Emigrant Gap, 12 miles from the top, they saw only snow and found it impossible for anyone to cross. Defeated, they had to turn back to Sutter's Fort. So James comes in, and he's like, I'm going to save everyone, right? That's what it's like. He's yeah. on the rescue. He runs into Hastings first. Well, he doesn't actually run into Hastings. He runs into the Hastings-led group. Well, the, the group that Hastings had. Yeah. Uh, did they get hit by the Native Americans in any way? or uh, the, If they did, I'm sure they did, but it wasn't, like, discussed. Okay, it wasn't, like... They had a much easier... Bad. Okay, they so much, they had the easy trip. Well, yeah, because they were led... They had a Lansford Hastings, and they were kind of led by that, whereas they were only going... The uh, the Donner Party was kind of going by what Lansford was leaving for them, which was oh, not totally okay. accurate. So they were going by the leftover notes. Well, meanwhile, like, the group was actually going by Hastings. So yes. he was kind of a good navigator in the situation to get them there yeah okay that actually makes out better for them so just just to leave you with something else about that is that james reed even though he failed this time is not about to give up okay oh and on we'll circle note, back to that on the side note folks the uh don't forget that the one is this in the meantime of the one group that has already made it there 
Or is this after that one group made it to the end? Uh, this is kind of around that time, maybe a little bit afterwards. Okay, so they haven't, they've either made it or haven't made it yet, but they're just about to. Yes. Um, so it was not easy to get a rescue party of AB, of AB, of able bodied men together. Wow. At this time, the military were engaged in the Mexican American War, as I mentioned. Throughout the region, roads were blocked, communications were compromised, and supplies were running thin. So Reed becomes stuck in San Jose. He volunteered for military service. He becomes stuck in San Jose due to uprisings. While there, he spends time speaking with other pioneers, and the people of San Jose decide to petition to appeal to the U.S. Navy to help the Donner Party who are stranded at Truckee Lake. Two local papers reported that Forlorn Hope, which is the group, the snowshoe group, Forlorn Hope had resorted to cannibalism which, despite what you actually might think, helped garner them support um, for the Donner Party that was trapped. They're like, oh, okay. oh, they must be pretty desperate. Yeah. Local residents raised $1,300, which is equivalent to over $3,400 now, and organized relief efforts for, excuse me, $34,000 now, and organized relief efforts for the party. One rescue party contained William Eddy, uh, which is one of the guys from Forlorn Hope, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, he joined up with them. Another rescue party, yes. And they left on February 4th from Sacramento Valley. They were delayed by heavy rain. Eddie ended up camping himself at Bear Valley, but the others made progress through the snow. Three of the party turned back along the way, but still seven remained strong. On February 18th, this party scaled Fremont Pass, and as they neared where Eddie told them the cabins would be, they began to yell out. Mrs. Murphy allegedly appeared from a hole in the snow, asking if the men were angels or from California. The relief party gave out food in small portions, and they were worried about overeating from the emaciated refugees. Such a random, like, was she joking? No, she's like, am I dead? Or is you guys coming to help us? That is such a random, like, are you angels? Or are you from California? Well, actually, it said, asking if they were California men or angels. And I flipped it up a little bit. Are you drunk? No, I just, I just want to sure. I have to get into the rhythm of, of reading this. Because you're underage. You can't be doing that. That's true. Yeah. Your hair's all messed up too right now. I need, <laughs> it this always might does. have to be an intervention for you. Next episode is Tom's intervention. Well, speaking of intervention, they reached the camp. Oh. The smell of the camp was considered to be overwhelming. The cabins were buried in snow, and the oxide roofs, at least the ones that weren't eaten, were beginning to rot. Thirteen people had died. Oh, yikes. Three of the men splintered off to reach the Donner Party, which, if you remember, was camped at a different point. Yeah. And returned with four children and three adults. Remember George Donner's small cut in his hand? Yeah. His arm was now so gangrenous that he couldn't move. Yikes. Good, but yikes. 23 people were chosen to go with the rescue party, leaving 21 in the cabins at Truckee Lake and 12 at Alder Creek. Wow. So did they take kids first, or did they kind of say... Uh, they did take a lot of kids, but they didn't take only kids, and some kids were left behind. <laughs> the rescuers refused to tell them what happened to Forlorn Hope. Why? Because of all the cannibalism. But they could have lied and said they made it there. Yeah, they just didn't see. Well, maybe they did that, but they wouldn't tell them about okay. what really happened. Because I would have just been like, hey, they made it here. That's all you need to know. But just because they had a rescue party now did not make travel any easier. Patty and Tommy Reed were soon too weak to cross the massive snowdrifts. And at this point, no one is in any shape to carry them. Margaret Reed, who is James's wife, had to make the decision to accompany her two older children to Bear Valley and let her two weaker ones be taken back to Truckee Lake without a parent. Yes, yes, yes. That's what you get for leaving dad. 
When these kids make it back, the Breans refuse to let them in their cabin. Yes. But after food was left for all of them, they reluctantly allowed them in. Oh, what? The rescue party soon found out that their first food cache, so they left food caches along the way so that they wouldn't have to carry all of it. Okay. They found that their first food cache had been ravaged by animals. Oh, no. And they then went without food for four days. That wasn't what I was looking for. After struggling through the walk, John Denton slipped into a coma. What? John Denton is the next to die. Wait, was he... He wasn't one of the rescuers. He was just... Yeah, I think he's just part of... Okay, because I was about to say... See, now, what I wanted in my pitch, I would have had the Native Americans come through. I had to tell you that they don't come back in this part. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. I wanted them back. So John Denton's the next to die. He falls into a coma. He's too cold and he's too weak. Ada Kesseberg is the next to die, and she's only a child. Oh. The rescuers began to grow concerned that the children would not be able to survive the trip. The kids began to eat buckskin fringe from their pants and eat their shoelaces from the rescuers. On their way down the mountains, the part this party uh, met the one that stayed behind. This party, by the way, the one that they meet, contains John. Uh, excuse me, contains James Reed. Oh, so he gets to see his wife and who's seeing two his kids. family for the first time since the uh, the deserts long before he Truckee shoots Lake. him. No. Oh, okay. So two of his children are still back at that thing, but yep. he finally sees his wife. Still in Bear Valley. Jacob Donner's stepson was overcome with wild hunger and broke into the food stores. His name is William Hook, and he's the next to die after fatally gorging himself. Wait, wait, okay, wait. Rewind that. First off, his name is William Hook. Yes, that's amazing. <laughs> he eats too. He's too weak, and he eats too much, and he yeah, because you're himself. not supposed to eat a lot when you yeah have you have to pace yourself. I wish it would have been that he. Lost his arm. But after and that, they replaced it with a hook. <laughs> but after that, this group makes it to Sutter's Fort safely. All right, all right. So, but there's still people. A lot of people left behind. Yeah, we know who this. cares about them. Well, actually, this it gets crazier. So, on March 1st, a second relief party arrives at Truckee Lake. This party was mostly comprised of experienced mountaineers, and along with them came Reed and McCutcheon. Reed was finally united with his remaining children. Shockingly. Uh, no one at Truckee Lake had died during the time be- between the departure of the first rescue party and the arrival of the second. Patrick Breen had noted that during the last week of February, Mrs. Murphy had begun to consider eating Milt Elliott. What, his name is Milt? Yes. <laughs> wow. So they have some wild... So nobody's died, but people are really hungry, and someone's consi- they're starting to consider cannibalism. So they're starting to think about it. Even they're though like- nobody's died... They're still considering They're it. They're like, hey, I mean, you know, At least we should that, do it. She, that's what Patrick Breen noted. McCutcheon later finds Elliot's mutilated corpse. So they had ate him already. Oh, yeah. Oh, so they were lying. The camp at Alder Creek. Um, Wait, did he eat? Did he Did he take part in the eating? The guy who lied about it? Oh, We don't know. On, mate. The camp at Alder Creek was not in a better situation. When the first two members of the relief party reach it, they saw Trudeau, which is a guy, Trudeau, carrying around a human leg. When the party members made themselves known, he threw the leg into a hole in the snow, which contained the mostly dismembered body of Jacob Donner. Oh, shit. Yeah, so Jacob Donner's gone. So there's some sneaky eaters around here who's yeah. also murdering people. Inside the tent, Elizabeth Donner, his wife, refuses to eat. However, her two children are being nourished by the organs of their father. Oh, shit. Wait, 
Wait, hold on, wait. <laughs> the one who has gangrene? No, Jacob Donner is George's brother. Oh, okay. So they wait. So he died. Jacob did. Yeah. And then they were like, "We're fuck it." The kids are like, "We're eating them." Yeah, and the mom's like, I'll, the- "You can eat him, but I can't. I just can't do it." Oh wow! And the rescuers soon uh, find three bodies um, that had already been eaten. What the fuck? George Donner, the other gangrenous guy, the guy that's the leader. They ate a piece of no, him? No, he's oh. still alive. Wait, huh? But he's not in good shape. Okay, they should have killed him by this point. The second relief effort rescued 17 pioneers from Truckee Lake, but only three of them were adults. Only five people remained at the lake. Only five total. Kesseberg, Mrs. Murphy, her son Simon, and the two children from William Eddy and William Foster. At the Alder Creek Post, Tamsin Donner, Tamsin Donner is a George's wife. Tamsin Donner chooses to stay with her sickly husband until the third party arrives. They should have just shot him. She also kept their daughters, Eliza, Georgia, and Francis. The trek back to Bear Valley was very slow. Reed sent two men ahead to get the first cache of food, fully anticipating the third relief party to be arriving at any moment. However, a violent blizzard arose after they scaled the pass. Yes. You know what? I'm going to say this. This is just one of my favorite stories because <laughs> it's like, you know, I always say t- sometimes in life things can go left, but I it's could go. Mm-hmm. But in their case, it's like every single thing just goes left. Yeah. Like nothing good happens except for my boy James Reed. Everything goes right for him at the moment. Yeah. But for everyone else, especially the Donner family, everything goes left. And he's, A little cut in the hand, suddenly yes, you can't move. Yes. Your limbs fall off. That's my favorite part. And they're just, everyone's like, oh, he's such a nice guy. He's so their we're, leader. We're making him the leader. No, you should have made James the leader. Because James knew. James knew it. Look, Man, you guys he, are going to kick me out, mate. I'm going to survive. I'm in gone. In spite of you. I'm leaving. You can keep my kids, too. Perfect. <laughs> he even let them keep his kids. Get rid of the dead weight. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> literally, he cut the dead weight off. He's like, man, fuck these kids, man. I mean, I mean, these he kids, comes back though. He's not a bad guy. Yeah, later on, but he comes back and his kids are fooked, and now he's forced to live with fooked kids for the rest of his life. So, like I said, the violent blizzard comes in as they're trying to scale the pass. Five-year-old Isaac Donner is the next to die, frozen to death. Ah, the whole frozen to death. Yeah. Well, I mean, Reed that makes himself it easy to cut him. nearly passed away in the storm. But he didn't. No. He lived. Okay. We got to get home, dude. Mary Donner was heavily injured. Her, yes. Her feet were so frostbitten that she hadn't realized that she had been sleeping with her feet in the fire. Oh, that is so good. Yes. When the storm passed, the Did bre- she burn to death? No. Did they burn but her, her feet? Her feet are just messed up. Well, they were cooked. Somebody could have ate those bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> her feet are already cooked, dude. Slow roasting her? Yeah, slow roasting those feet. When the storm passed, the Breen and Graves families were too exhausted and malnourished that they couldn't move and were left behind. Well, we think they were. Three members of the second relief party stayed behind. One at Truckee Lake and two at Alder Creek. But they didn't want to stay there either. When one, Nicholas Clark, went hunting, the other two, Charles Cady and Charles Stone, schemed to escape to California. They're like, I see all these fucks are eating people. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. Man. Tams and Donner arranged for them to carry three of her children with them back to California for $500. For $500? That's like a million back then. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Katie and Stone carried the children to Truckee Lake, but then they just left them there and went on their way. Oh, yes. 
Yes. I hope wolves ate those kids. They that those two guys, they passed the reed group within days. Oh so they're like, see ya, we're gone. Yes, dude. Yes. Everyone's just so shitty to each other back yeah. then. It's cool. so great. They're like, thanks for the five hundred bucks. I'm out. Yep, I'm gone. Clark and Trudeau agreed to leave together, but when they discovered the Donner children at Truckee Lake, they returned to inform Tamsin of the news. Oh, so they came back and was like, yeah, yeah so those guys that you gave $500 to, they yeah. left and went to California mm-hmm. where they don't have a government yet. No, they have some stuff, but they don't have like, a, yeah, it's not a state or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, so. William Foster and William Eddy were both survivors of Forlorn Hope, and they started out from Bear Valley to intercept the struggling Reed Party. They met up with the group after one day, bleeding and frostbitten, but alive. Foster and Eddie still had children at Truckee Lake. They each had one child. Desperate to rescue them, they persuaded four men to travel to the lake with them to help save the children. Halfway there, they found the mutilated and partially eaten remains of two children and Mrs. Graves. Yes. One-year-old Elizabeth Graves was found crying beside her mother's body. (gasps) She's alive, though. They left the baby. Eleven survivors remained huddled around a fire in a pit. The relief party was split. Foster, Eddie, and two others went onwards towards Truckee Lake. Two rescuers each took a child and turned back. John Stark refused to abandon the others. So John Stark, who I think is probably one of the best people in this whole story, John Stark refused to abandon the others, so he picked up two children and all their provisions and led the remaining Breen's and Graves to safety. Wow. So this dude carries two children and all their provisions and leads nine people to safety. Wow. I wouldn't have done that. Pretty wild. I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you now. I would have been like, see you guys. I'm going to California too with those other two guys. Yeah. Because I'd be playing with them. I'd be like, look, guys. I actually would have snitched on them by now. I would have told the Native Americans that this is where we're going to be at. You come by, you get all the provisions. So and you take me back. Trust me, it just gets worse. Oh, yeah. Third relief party. Uh, third relief effort, I should say. Foster and Eddie finally arrived at Truckee Lake on March 14th, but they were too late. Both of their children were already dead. Oh, yes. Kesselberg, who's still there, one of the five that was remaining, told William Eddie that he had eaten the remains of his son. Yes, yes. You tell him that. You tell him. And Eddie swore face. that he would kill Kesselberg if they ever met in California. Yeah, but you didn't, you piece of shit. Listen, You're to weak. This, listen to this messed up thing. Yeah, yeah, tell Some me. reports say that Kesselberg had taken one of the children to bed with him to comfort them. Yeah. But the next day, the boy was found dead. Yeah. Hung on the cabin wall like a yeah. slab of meat and then yeah. later eaten. Yes. And also, they, they abandoned Kesselberg there. They're like, yes. you're not coming with us. But he survived. Well, you could have killed him. Tamsin Donner but and you're George a Punk. You know, trust me, Kesselberg. Okay, you'll see. I'll just I'll put it there. You'll see. He comes back. Tamsin Donner and George Donner and one of the Jacob Donner's uh, Jacob Donner's children were still alive at Alder Creek. Foster and Eddie, as well as the rest of the third relief party, left with four children, as well as Trudeau and Clark. Two more relief parties were scrounged together to save the remaining survivors. However, both turned back before reaching Bear Valley, and no further attempts were made. Good. Yeah. Okay. What is and it happens it, instead is that on April 10th, nearly a month since the third relief party had left Truckee Lake, the Spanish magistrate, or a Spanish magistrate in California, near Sutter's Fort, organizes a salvage party to recover whatever remained of the Donner's possessions. Whatever yes. was found was to be sold to support their orphan children. Uh, not the children, though. Just keep it. The salvage party found the tents at Alder Creek empty, except for the body of George Donner, who had died only days earlier. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Wasn't his wife there still? 
Um, like empty. Like wasn't she there before? Yes. It was, oh yes. She, she's she'll she gets mentioned in a oh, minute. She already has some cooked feet. So let's. So some accounts report hair, bones, and skulls, oh, yes. as well as half-eaten limbs scattered around the fire. Yes. Some also report that Jacob Donner's body was found with his heart and liver removed and all of his limbs cut off. Wait, like. Wait. Okay. Which one's Jacob Donner? Jacob Donner's the one that died a while ago. Okay. Good. Uh, that's George's brother. Yeah. 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 On their way back to Truckee Lake, they found Louis Kesselberg, who is somehow still alive. Yes, dude, this is my oh! You eat your child, and he looks at you dead. Mind. So they when they get there, there's five people at that camp. Two of them are dead now. The mm-hmm. two children mm-hmm. and Kesselberg. So I guess if you want to, they didn't explain anything else. So there's you could say there's three people there. He maybe looks less. and he looks at you dead in his face. According, he said, "I ate your child." According to Kesselberg, Mrs. Murphy had died a week after the departure of the third relief party. And then he ate her. Weeks later, Tamsin Donner had arrived at his cabin on her way over the pass, soaked her. and upset. Kesselberg tried to warm her with a blanket, but she died in the night. Oh, and then he at ate least her that's too. his story. Oh yeah, I know what he did. That the salvage party. Her was suspicious of Kesselberg and decided to investigate the cabin. Inside, they found a pot of human flesh. Oh, yeah, this guy. As well as George Donner's pistols, jewelry, and a couple hundred dollars in gold. Oh, my God, I'm going to... Gold? Yeah. Oh, God, this guy. I love this man. The relief party threatened to lynch Kesselberg, upon which he confessed that he he had cashed the Donner's money at Tamsin's suggestion so that her children could have some support. No, he didn't. On April 29th, 1847, 13 days shy of a full year, Louis Kesselberg was the last member of the Donner Party to arrive at Sutter's Fort. He gets there? Yes! Look, oh, hold That's on. That's not the end of the story. Hold There's on, a ton of on. aftermath hold stuff to talk about. On. He looks at you dead in his face. He says, I, eat, I ate your children. Yeah. And then later on, he eats everyone else. And he, he threatened to lynch them. But you guys are fucking punks. So you won't do it. You won't do it. You let this massacre so one around. So actually... um. I think it was William Eddy. I don't have written down here because I didn't think it was that notable. But once they all get back to California, William Eddy is like, I'm actually going to hunt that guy down and kill him. Yes. And James Reed and James Reed and another guy are like, don't do that. That's a bad oh, idea. Oh, I love it. Everyone, he doesn't. Everyone lets him just, oh, he's, something about him is no. getting me going. I want to eat someone right now, dude. Well, I'm listen, sorry. Listen, Kesselberg like becomes a pariah. He becomes nationally hated. That's good, dude. He so, ate someone, but no one would do none about it. Let's get into the aftermath. So news of the Donner Party and their sufferings reached across the country. Some accounts were buried in the papers, but others, particularly the papers in California, exaggerated the accounts of cannibalism in graphic detail. Yes, they did, because they're newspapers, yeah. In late June 1847, members of the Mormon Battalion, under General uh, Stephen Kearney, buried the human remains and partially burned two of the cabins near Truckee Lake. The few who crossed the path in the next few years found bones and other artifacts that were left behind. Good. In 1891, so this is a, quite a bit later, in 1891, a cache of money was found buried by the lake. It was believed to be uh, buried by Mrs. Graves, who hid it from the relief parties with the intention to recover it later. But Graves uh, died, she didn't. yeah. Few people ventured the path taken by the Donners after this, and Lansford Hastings received death threats. What? what? Hold on. Well, he deserves them, but come on. It's my boy Lansford. Overall, of the 87 people who started the trip, 48 survived. Yes, half of them. That's not including the people that like died before they started, like James Reed's mom, who yes. had like consumption. Which someone told me consumption is just another way of saying tuberculosis. Oh, okay. Well, shout out to whoever told Tom that. Only two families remained totally intact. 
out of all the ones that started, the Breen family and the Reed family. Yes, see, my boy. Okay, hold on. Let me tell you. James did. He's ultimately the hero of this story. He's only done one thing wrong throughout the whole story. He kills story. somebody. Is that no, what you're saying? No, well, no, he, no. He deserved that. Okay, what are you going to say? He, he let my man who ate everyone's yeah. family just, he stopped him. He still let that guy go after him. That's a good movie. I would watch that. I would have watched that. Yeah. God, that guy. So the orphaned, or excuse me, the children from the Donners are orphaned. William Eddy is the only survivor from his family. Yes. All of his children and his wife are dead. Yes. And only three animals, mules, reach California. And guess what? Out of all the hundreds that they started The guy with. who killed your family is still walking around. The Reeds settled in San Jose, and they, two of the Donner orphans lived with them. What? James Reed found success later on. Yes. the California Gold Rush. Yes, James, man. He, he hit the lotto. He becomes pretty rich. I love this guy. The last survivor of the Donner Party died in 1930. This is just a, not yeah, related to yeah, the actual okay. events, who but died in 1935. Elizabeth Breen, who was only one at the time. One? So she, she oh, lived till 1935. Mary Graves uh, married early, but her first husband was murdered. <laughs> While he was in prison, she cooked the killer's food to ensure that he did not starve. What? Before his hanging. It's like she knew how horrific starving was, and she was like, even though you killed my husband, I cannot let anybody else go through that. Could have ate him. Which I think is interesting. You could have ate them like they ate your family. Nancy Graves was nine during the events and never recovered. She denied her involvement when contacted by historians. The cannibalism of her brother and mother weighed heavy on her for the rest of her, uh, her life. Nancy was not the only one. Many other survivors disputed the claims of cannibalism, at least at first. But then, like, there was a lot of corroboration between other people, and they were like, mm-hmm. well, you're lying, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louis Kesselberg brought a defamation lawsuit against the members of the party who accused him of murdering Tamsin Donner. He wins. He's awarded $1 in wait, damages. Wait, who? Huh? Kesselberg. Oh, he gets. He still gets a dollar at the end of the day, baby. He, he, he's awarded $1 in damages, but he's forced to pay court fees, so ultimately he loses money. Oh. Well, but at the same time, he ate your whole family. So I want to talk about Kesselberg for a minute here. Yeah, let's talk about it. An 1847 it. story in the California Star described Kesselberg as preferring human flesh because, over the yeah. meat from cattle and horses that had unthawed or dethawed in spring. Mm-hmm. So this dog said, like, they're like, we got food. And he's like, no. Give me that, you know, that foot. Kesselberg became a pariah and did not often leave his home. He was an easy target for many. Um, he was a Lutheran German. He was considered a hothead, and he was abusive to his young and pregnant wife. Wait, he got a he got a wife after this? No, he had one during it. Oh, oh, two and two and two. He has a house, like an address. That yeah, everyone well, he did after that. Yeah. Oh, I wish my see. That's the one thing Reed did wrong. He should have let him get in there and just. He was even accused of plundering Indian burial sites. Really? Yep. Or Native American. Wow. Being politically correct. Yeah. Kesselberg was not the only one who was called out. An account published by H.A. Wise in 1847 stated that Jean-Baptiste Trudeau, the guy that they were like, they rolled up in the camp, and he's got like the human leg, and he's mm-hmm. like, yeet. And he's like, oh, no, no, I don't. Yeah. Human leg, who, so, me? An account published in 1847 stated that he believed himself to be a hero and spoke in great detail of eating Jacob Donner as oh. well as eating a baby raw. A baby yeah. raw? Like not cooked? That's what he said. Wow. But he refuted these claims in later publications. Oh, okay. So, you know. This is the last bit I have here. An interesting what if of history is that James Reed, uh, he's from Springfield. Well, he's from Ireland, but he's from Springfield. Hi. 
uh, he had a he was while he was in Springfield, he had a young lawyer who helped him in business matters. Mm-hmm. He and this lawyer had been friends in the Black Hawk War and considered each uh, considered each other good friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When Reed declared bank uh, wow, I can't talk. Yeah. When Reed declared bankruptcy and set out to re- rebuild his life in California, this young lawyer was interested in going with him. Uh, the, the young lawyer ultimately didn't. He had uh, some infant, an infant child, I believe, and a, his wife was pregnant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also he was beginning his um, political career. And that was Abraham Lincoln. Yes, of course it was. Yes. Reed is the man. <laughs> he has connects with Abe. Abe becomes president. Reed's still cool with them. So he can be like, that's my man. He yeah. probably paid Abe's whole... Th- ah. ah, yes, man. There's nothing. There's so many satisfying parts to this story. It's almost satisfying how horribly wrong it goes. Yes. Because you're like, what's going to happen bad next? Oh, yes. That yes. was horrendous. Yes. What's it's next? Just the, uh, just, it's almost like a nightmare. It's, it is. Like, it's literally like, you know, when you're having a nightmare and you're, it, for some reason, every time you have a nightmare, no matter what you hit the guy with in your nightmare, he just keeps getting back up. And you're just like, what's going on? And then you die. That's what it is. It just feels like you died. But then you have to relive it over and over again. Like for that one guy, the Morris or whatever his name is, he's going to have to relive every time they even bring up that guy, Kesselberg. He's going to have to think about that man ate my wife. Oh, William, you mean William Eddy? Yeah. He's going to be like, that man ate my wife and kids. Oh, man. Ain't not, ah, he makes out like a villain, too. Like he makes out. Kesselberg? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, there's that, like, and then people find him an easy target. So it's like, it's really hard. I think it's kind of hard to be like, we all sucked and made bad decisions. But you'd be like, well, Kesselberg was really bad, yep. though. Look at that German guy. We hate Germans. He's uh, a Lutheran, too. Uh, we hate Lutheran people. And he hit well, his wife. Well, and I mean, like, but at the end of the day, it was an easy target. They let him live. But ultimately, there's also, like, a lot of this stuff was just, like, unsubstantiated. What do you mean unsubstantiated? He literally walked up to his face and said, look, I ate your kids, man. Well, Lynch I mean, me. He was begging year, for he it. He did eat the kid. That's, he was begging for but, it. But like some of the stuff that was like, like he lured the children there and then like murdered them. Like that's unsubstantiated. And the it's fact that he like still... preferred human flesh over like animals, that's unsubstantiated. It's just kind of like. Ah, Reed gets his whole family. He gets Abraham Lincoln for a few years before. <laughs> God. <laughs> Can you imagine? Being James Reed, you kill a dude. The party's like, we hate you. Get out. And he's like, are you kidding me? This dude beats his wife. He's been attacking me this whole time. And I killed them because he attacked me again. And you're going to banish me? All right. Well, out of spite, I'm going to survive. Not only am I going to survive, I'm going to save my entire family. And we're all going to get out safely. And then I'm going to become super rich. And then not only that. The party's like, wow, we made a huge tremendous mistake. You chose Don over me? Well, hey, George, I'm raising your kids, you son of a bitch. (laughs) They're my kids now. They're Reeds now. Donner Reeds. That's actually the it's it's called it's you know most popularly known as the Donner Party, but like it's also known as the Donner Reed Party. Yeah, like Donner hyphen Reed. Yes, it should be because he he did his thing. He is literally the unsung. Well, sorry, not unsung because he got riches, baby. Yeah, he went to California. Struck and it he big. Seen the gold rush, and he was like, woo woo. There's these checks, and plus. Like I'm saying, he still got Abraham Lincoln. And he's a guy on the east. Like, he, I mean, not the east, but he's not in the south, so he's fine. Like, mm-hmm. Abe is probably, ah, you don't know how life is. Life is probably extremely easy for him. 
after this. Yeah, everything he's got. It. Well, first of all, I feel, actually, the whole story was because he really wasn't there for anything. I just yeah, he didn't have to eat people. He just he just, showed he up just heard the, about it. Yeah, he just showed up at the end like, oh, that happened. Damn. Yeah. Hey, maybe next time you won't leave me, right? Yeah. He's like, ah, this is karma. Ah, the only thing that would have Kesselberg's meanwhile kicking over Native American burial sites, and they're like, all right, we're gonna make you a what, what are they called a Wendigo. Yes, the only thing that would have made this story even a little bit better is if that guy who Kesselberg or whatever his name ate his kids, if he would have went and he would have paid those Native Americans to just find him and murder him, just angrily too, and then eat him, or wow. give him to the other people who were gonna eat someone, and be like, "Want some flesh? One last, <laughs> one last go." I For all time's sake, he's like, I know you like that foot, you know. I know you're into, I know you're into some arms. <laughs> so I think this is a really interesting story. It's a really, why hasn't there one been a movie made about there this? There has. All right, good. But it wasn't like popular, but there has. But there should be another one, but that's actually good. Oh, actually no, because they can't really tackle cannibalism. Video game though, ah, you get to play as James Reed, searching for his family. That's Maybe. a solid pitch right there. Ah, I'm so happy for him. Ultimately, this this story makes me want to have a cigarette. <laughs> you didn't have one after last week, like you said? I did, I felt like. Mentally, I had one. Oh, okay, gotcha. I felt so satisfied. I had to lay down afterwards because <laughs> my legs couldn't work. Like I had to literally lay down. And I feel, I'm afraid to get out of this seat. I might collapse immediately <laughs> by the weakness in my legs, by how great this story is. I liked it a lot too. I like this format. You know what they? You know what they tell you? They tell you they used to tell you whites, hey, you can't have so everything. People talk about so many many accounts and books have been written about this. And this one guy wrote a book about uh, the Donner Party through the or uh, manifest destiny through the lens of the Donner Party. Mm-hmm. And you're like, people want to go out there and get uh, like you know claim what's theirs, mm-hmm, like stake mm-hmm, their territory, mm-hmm. and it's like that's not theirs in the first place. Mm-hmm. And it talks about how like badly they kind of were treated. Mm-hmm. Karmically, I guess. Yes, that's karma. All of this was karma. like you can take whatever you want, but this is what you have to deal with to get there. Yes, and people every, are like, okay, every ounce of it was just karma. It just feels like either it was karma or someone was worshiping the devil at some point. This yeah, Kesselberg like, apparently. Somebody was like, he's like, please, uh, Lord Satan, can yeah. you make it so I can eat people yeah, legally, like, like or someone justifiably. Someone was like, they were probably eating dinner. There was a cross, and then Kesselberg went. And flipped it upside down. <laughs> he was like, "All right, I just wanted to, a party. Just wanted to see how that looked, you know." And just everything just went left immediately. It's deserved. Every ounce of this is deserved. It's a good story. Every single bit. So I'm not sure what I'm gonna do for my next episode. But it's do you wanna? Not, do you have any final thoughts about this one? Um, I don't. Not really. Like, go back, listen to part one if you didn't, and get to understand the story of the hero that is James Reed. And then listen to part two and be like, damn, man, James Reed is a hero. Yeah, if you have any thoughts about the ep- this episode, last week's episode, or you have suggestions for what you want us to talk about, make sure you tweet that to us, at Tom and Amir. Um, you know, we're, we're ready to have a conversation. Yeah, I mean. I'm ready to listen, to, or I guess talk about what you want to listen to. But yeah, the next, uh, the next episode, I'm pretty sure is going to be, is that James Reed, dude? Is that the train? Hell yeah. Is this picked up on the mics? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. That's James Reed. (laughs) That's James Reed's train of success. Riding over you broke. It's the wagon train. (laughs) Yeah, riding over you broke boys. 
but yeah, as I was saying, next week I'm gonna do con- movie conspiracy uh, movie conspiracy theories. It's like, like this is it. I'm putting a pen in it. I'm gonna do movie conspiracy. All right, we're holding you to that. Yeah, hold me to it because literally I can find so many. I'm probably gonna do like four of them. Okay, but unless there's one that's a really grab bag. long, yeah, I'm gonna do. It's gonna be the first grab bag. Unless there's one that's really long. If you have any of them that you think that I should talk about, like I said, you can DM us on Twitter at Time and Emir, or you can DM us on Instagram yeah, at true. Time and Emir. But and also, our email, you can email us. If you, I mean, if you want to email us, it's conspiracyclub at anmore.media. Yeah, I mean, if you're into emailing folks, then do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's multiple ways you can get us to be like, hey, this is what I want you guys to talk about. Or this would be wild if you guys talked about this. And yeah, I mean, that's all, really. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, and like I always say at the end of every episode, stay spooky. Stay, damn. I almost stay said stay curious. Stay curious. Stay spooky. Stay curious. Stay awesome. I was actually going to stay say another one, but you made me lose it. But... Yeah, I'm just gonna end it off like we always say over here on these parts. And cut the mic right now. Conspiracy (laughs) Club. Wow, what Tom just read to us was spooked.